This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. Ian. Dave. We, even though they're gone now, we managed to sucker somebody to come into the blanket fort with us. We did, once again. Um, uh, that's right, Nick Lyle. From he's the co-founder of a Facebook group uh, called uh, Denver Automotive Enthusiasts. Uh, they do uh, they organize regular uh, cruises and and other sorts of events around town, and it, they have kind of a cool little corner of the internet going. Yeah, and so you know Nick from interacting with that group on Facebook a little bit. Yeah, I I was in the just internet aware of each other internet acquaintance right yeah i'm real bad at facebook so uh <laughs> i i knew of the group and have interacted with it a couple of times i posted some of our stuff in sure there. and then i had posted about our carding event our uh. our 200th episode and so nick came and then uh uh beat everybody yeah and uh and so that's how we got in contact with him yeah yeah but so. he has a turbo miata so of course yeah, yeah. he's coming on the show <laughs> That's how right? that works. Yeah. Like you said. So, you know what? I think people are done listening to us. Yeah. Let's let's just cut to Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, hi, Nick. Thanks for coming over. Hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we're here with Nick Lyle, co-founder of Denver Auto Enthusiasts, uh, a very successful Facebook group here in Denver. Moderately successful. <laughs> we'll say very. We'll say very. Yeah, it's it, fine. it works for me. Yeah. yeah. There's no fact checker sitting outside the door that's going to be like, mm, actually, yeah, the actually guy. We don't. We filter at the door. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about Denver Auto Enthusiasts. Well, about four and a half years ago, me and uh, my buddy Danny had just gotten some Miatas, and you know, once, like you when do you, when when you buy your first Miata and it's your first sports car, what do you do besides go drive in on awesome canyon roads like we have in Colorado? So right. um, we took to Reddit and made a little Facebook or made a little Reddit group uh, to try and find more people to do that with. And That's awesome. Uh, just kind of grown since then, and now we're on Facebook, and Facebook's the most active uh, active uh, spot for Denver auto enthusiasts now. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So and you, so you guys routinely organize like. Group drives, yeah. Talk me through like some of the events that you guys. Well, do. what we've done since day one is we we wanted to break up the week and uh, go on a weekday when there's less you know joggers yeah. and cyclists and everything out on the road. So we would do little post work Wednesday night drives. Oh, and, nice. And, uh, the Wednesday night cruises are what drew people in. Nice, because uh, I guess people like to break up the work week with a uh, cars and you know a beer. After, after after responsible driving, of course. Sure, sure. Um, Ian, why are we not doing these drives? I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a very, like, transactional Facebook user. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I get in, I do my business. <laughs> kind of like I do, like, at the mall. Like, I get in, I do, I go do the thing that I need to do, and then I get out. You need pants. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Facebook lingerer. And you don't do Facebook at all. So what do you... Why is this on me? You're, you're my way through Facebook, so you should have oh. found Nick and then told me... Yeah. To take the analogy further, I'm like your personal shopper. Uh-huh. Is that what it is? Yeah, there you go. That's exactly it. Ian? Yeah, okay. you're you're my Facebook concierge. Taking out your uh taking in your your internet dry cleaning as it were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ian. Moving on. <laughs> uh, but so anyway, we we officially met each other uh at our two hundredth episode where you uh like blitzed everyone. Um, yeah. You had the only twenty nine of the night, right? Yeah. I yeah. think so, right? Yeah. Um so you've obviously done some racing, a little bit. Yeah. So what do you? What flavor of racing do you normally? Where do you normally live? Um, well, I, typically with this car, I, I got down to Pikes Peak International Raceway for the uh, Time Attack series there. Okay. Which is kind of like a. If you're not familiar with it, it's kind yeah, of yeah. Like, bring us up to speed. It's kind of like a slightly higher speed autocross on an actual track. So you can right. get you, they they still have cones, they still have like some slaloms and gates and stuff to tighten things up, but you can actually get up on the curbs and you know you're right. you're, you're not in like a parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, you do that through NASA or no? Or that's SCCA just a, that's just like a grassroots like local series. So it's just put oh, on okay. by Pikes Peak International Raceway. So um, the Boy Lows like they they run it. Oh, okay, um, and they're the owners of the track. And, uh, okay, yeah. Oh, right on. But it's cool. a really fun series. So yeah, that's cool. So is that like what cross section of cars do you usually see? Is there like somebody just with like a daily driver with no mods to like crazy stuff? I mean, there's. Everything in between. Like, there have been crazy, like, <coughs> chopped up Ute, like, diesel Mercedes. 
Like, yes. with, you know, what? like hood dump exhaust, like spitting black smoke and the whole nine yards. We've had like Dodge SRT 10 pickup trucks. Like, yes, I it, love those and, trucks. And then there's, there's, you know, there's $150,000 fully race car Subarus with, you know, sure. race motors and sequential transmissions and, and everything in between. Okay. Um, which, is, which is really, it's really fun because you can see any spectrum of cars. You know, Danny brought um, his fiance, uh, Jess, drove her RAV4. Got some got some pink numbers for it and drove her yes. Rav Four there. That's awesome. So that is awesome. I am time attacking my old man sedan. You yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a great series to run anything you want to run like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I need to bring my car. Down <clears> too. Every every now and then I have to work at, down at the hospitals down there. Uh huh. Should waylay that into a time attack <laughs> visit. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um. So you said you do it with this car. Uh. Explain to us what. What this car is? Yeah, uh, it's a '99 Miata. It's uh, got a built motor and a turbo and a lot of a lot of silly things. It's really loud and it's really fast. Um, the first thing I noticed about it, I mean, you, you told me you had a turbo Miata, so I knew that going in. But the wheels on it are absolutely enormous. Yes, like you have some like some for real meets in it, and it looked like you had to. Did you have to cut the the wheel wells to to no, get those to fit no, it's or anything? Just just a fender roll. Really? Like okay. Fender roll, light pull. <clears throat> yeah, that's. I'm running the widest street, like a you know dot tire I can run on this car. Yeah. Um, okay. So if I went any bigger, I'd have to go to like a full slick. Okay. Right. So what size tire are you running? The two forty five forty fifteen. Okay. Um, wow. On a fifteen by ten inch wheel. Okay. Yeah, two forty five. That's like that's pretty big for a Miata. <laughs> I love the fifteen inch by ten inch wheel. Yeah. So on my Infinity, my rear, I have a, sta- a staggered setup. Mm-hmm. The, the rears are ten and a half. Like that. I mean, that's for like a forty two hundred pound car, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a lot of tire. And so you're running like. Uh, like those R spec type tires, is that what they're allowed it's, to it's run? It's a two hundred treadwear tire. Okay, um, so it's right the, the two hundred treadwear tire. I'm running. Yeah, yeah. yeah and now there's like two classes of two hundred treadwear tires. <clears throat> like half of them are are pretty much just a, a full on race tire, and the other right. half are like more of an enduro street tire. Yeah. So I'm running. Uh, I run. I run both, but I'm I'm on the 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 full race tire spectrum or end of the spectrum now with uh, some if good rich rivals. Okay. So right. they're, they're they're awesome tires. Nice. nice. I don't know those. I'm, I yeah. haven't tried those. Yeah, it it it's a fantastic looking car. So it, like, so you said you've had it for you've had it built this way since the beginning of last year, right? Um, it, it got it's it's been you know I've had the car for almost five years now, so it's been a work in progress. Just you know, pretty much the moment I brought it home, I was already ordering a roll bar for it. Okay, okay. so in the, in that time, it's had motors swapped out and rebuilt and stuff, and uh, it was been turbocharged for the last eighteen months or so. Okay, okay. And I would imagine we talked about biking before this, like when you had the mountain bike, like on the way, like you also had the Amazon part, like the Amazon cart full of stuff that was going to go onto the mountain bike as soon as you got it. Yeah. Like scratch, scratch together, cool used parts. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Piecing everything together. Like, I've, I've always, you know, been a bit of a parts geek and, a, yeah. you know, playing around with suspension settings and swapping out different, you know, offset bushings and the whole nine yards. So. Wow. Nice. Nice. The, t- the tinkerer attitude does well in bikes and cars that's yeah. for sure yeah absolutely it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah <clears throat> yeah it looks like it ian and i were trying to figure out how we could both ride as passengers while you were driving <laughs> um, well you know get a couple toe straps or ratchet straps in the roll bar strap one of you down just me on the back ah! <laughs> yeah i'm having so much fun also sunburning we could just install you vertically on it and it could be like you know up like way up north where uh people have uh big flags on their car uh-huh to yeah. see around snowbanks to see over snowbanks yeah that's kind of how your head would be right yeah just like a, a bright orange head yeah just waving around over I would, the snowbank. people would actually see me in traffic yeah exactly <laughs> they would yeah yeah. It's for safety, officer. Yeah. It's for safety. <laughs> this ginger here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would kind of ruin your moment of inertia. Is that what that is, Ian? Engineering turn? The, the middle? Yeah. Sure. I, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. We're gonna get my dumb head way up in the air. We're going to get angry emails about that. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Uh, so ta- so th- this is your first rear wheel drive Fun car or like your first fun car? It's the first, yeah. Before this, uh, I didn't I didn't own a car through all of college. When I graduated college, my parents gave me the the suburban because I was okay. always I was already going out to go biking and skiing and camping sure. in the mountains. So 
They yeah. Were, there was a natural choice, and you know they wanted to get a car when I graduated. Uh, but yeah, shortly after that, it was I was like, all right, I want a fun car. Yeah. Because I've you know I've liked cars ever since I was you know a kid, and just never actually got into them on my own. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Nice. So, what were you cross shopping the Miata with, or was it just you knew it was going to be a Miata? Um, because yeah, of the Miata platform. was about on the top of the list, just because it's you know it's the inexpensive, easy to work on, real yeah. drive. You know, it's it's the the, the obvious starter car. The answer um, is always Miata. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. But even I also looked at like nine four fours and and you know e thirties and e thirty sixes and kind of everything in that spectrum. Okay. Um, and it just settled on Miata. Nine four fours were like a little pricey and like yeah. parts are a little more expensive. And same with the BMWs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the racing thing start? Does that did that happen right away, or did you build up to that? It happened, uh, I don't know, a year after or something. Um, okay. Yeah, it was just, uh, I forgot who. Probably it was probably Danny, but uh, someone was like, "Hey, there's an autocross this weekend." And what do I do? It's like I never. What's an autocross? I've right. Never been yeah. to one. Right. So then I then I went and then I did another and I did a couple more and then blew the motor. You know, spun a rod bearing and then just went. Absolutely crazy with everything. You looked at it as an opportunity to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, full forged bottom end, and you know all all the parts needed to make way more power than a Miata ever really needs. Right. Was there a moment right after you did that where you were like, "I'm done with this," or was it in? Where was it? Smoke still coming out of it. Like already, the plans are percolating for whatever this happens to me. Well, when the, when the motor, up. when I first seized the motor up, and I was actually <clears throat> at an autocross out at Front Range Airport, um, I was kind of at a point in my life where I need, I needed like a, like a project or something to kind of like really drive myself with, and okay. uh, and, and my my dad's a car guy, um, and you know he didn't he, at the time he wasn't didn't have any toys or anything, but he always had Jaguars and MGs and Triumphs and stuff when so when he, he was always younger. Had problems. <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but but you know, thanks a huge thanks to him. But he he encouraged me and said like, hey, well, we can rebuild this, and that's yeah. not something you know when it's your first sports car, and you know, I've never I'd never pulled motor out or anything before. Sure. Then. He was like, yeah, well, I can you know help you. Like, let's get some parts and let's do it. Right. And uh, so then I started you know reading and reading and reading and researching more, and you know got the parts and yeah s- started just going to town with it. Nice. I mean, it's not like it's going to get better on its own, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, the motor's already seized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, like, there's two things that kind of broke down my my initial fear of, like, getting into working on cars myself. It was that it's not going to get better on its own, right? Right. And also, um, it's all just bolts. Like, it's all just bolts at the end of the day, really. Mm-hmm. Some of those bolts are pretty important, though. They, they are important, and some are really hard to get to. But yeah. at the end of the day, a threaded thing goes into a thing, and yeah. you torque it, and you call it a day, you know? Yeah, I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't work on cars. <clears throat> like, it's all, like, black magic. Like, I don't want to work yeah. on my brakes. And it's like, well, no, just slow down a little bit. It's, re- it's actually a really simple system. Right. You just have to take the time to, you know, kind of work your brain through it and understand what's going on. And then it's actually none of it's actually that bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just there's so many of those systems on top of one another. And it's yeah. so high consequence. Like, right. It feels like you're going to like die and yeah. blow up and catch on fire right. and kill the entire town. And yeah, it's a car. Yeah. It's not that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely have. I mean, I still have that where, where I'm working on my car. And I have, I remember uh, a few years ago, I lost the alternator on my car and it's Buried in the front, and you have to do what they call Volkswagen uh, service position, which isn't just grabbing your ankles. It's also you have to take yeah. the whole front of the car off. Uh-huh. Um, and I was freaked out about that because you have to do all of this stuff just to get to the alternator. Right. And, like, I know how an alternator works, and I know how all of these other little systems work, but, like, thinking about them all together right. is – becomes really daunting, right? Yeah. Um, and then I luckily had a friend who was an ex-mechanic, and he would just, start, just kind of start ripping <laughs> stuff apart. Just like, oh, you, go you, slower. You need someone like that to kind of show you that it doesn't have to be a crazy, right. stressful experience. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Break yeah. the seal. Break yeah. the seal. Yeah. And then, of course, we had like, you know, three three days of getting the wrong part in, but that's to do with my car, not yeah. R- R32-itis. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, that's awesome. So I, I do want to talk about something that we talk about on the show a yes. lot, which is, you know, you're uh, um, leading uh, Denver auto enthusiasts. And so you're like kind of a self-appointed moderator of sorts of mm-hmm. uh, internet, internet car culture, which can be like both 
really, really beautiful and also right. kind of uh, challenging, I'll what, say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like when the internet identifies <clears throat> a hit and run car in right. a matter of minutes from like a fragment of headlight right. on Jalopnik, yeah. right? That's a fantastic moment. Right, right, yeah. And, and also just like from the, I think the education piece of it, like I wouldn't have known what donks were all about were it exactly. not for the internet. Like right. yeah, bringing yeah. like different elements of car culture mm-hmm. together, I think yeah. is a really cool uh, thing of it too. Um, but so what, what's been like the most, I guess, surprising thing to you about, about running a group like this? Like, has it been, I'm, I'm guessing it's been an overwhelming positive experience because you're still doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. um, yeah. You know, positive or negative, what what's been kind of the most surprising thing to you that you didn't you wouldn't have thought when you started? Well, let's go let's go about a positive thing. But, but, but probably what stands out to me the most is how many friendships we've created. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like how how many people like you know made connections and have gone on to to work together, or, you know, hang out together. You know, just like we've connected so many people. Right. Um, yeah. And and I think that's just it's it's really cool for me and Danny to like look back and and think about. How how much of that like we were behind? Yeah, you know, just just by setting up the group and getting people together on drives, right? And, you know, yeah, that's so. awesome. That's yeah, awesome. that's really cool. I, I mean, Ian and I met over cars. You know, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah. We were set up on an adult play date because oh, you know, my husband <laughs> likes cars. My ex wife was like, oh, you know. I think yeah. it was more like both of our wives kind of complaining about our dumb cars. You know, probably because probably, yeah. they're both. My car, I think, had quite le- recently been broken. Oh, and yeah, and, so I'm sure my ex was always complaining about mine, you know, but hey, <laughs> yeah. you know, so they just put us in a room together. But the, the, but it's a super uniting force, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think that like emotionally we go through a lot of the same cycles together as like people that modify and work on cars and, and just are generally part of the community. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we all get to a point where like, you know, we rage fix a water pump, you know, at like 2 a.m., you know, yeah. or, and, <laughs> or, you know, like somebody, somebody has like a, a crazy clutch moment where like at, you know, serendipity aligned and they got like the transmission bell housing on them, like just one instant pull, you know, like, and, and people like recognize how, like your fellow enthusiasts recognize how important those like little special moments are yeah, yeah. where somebody outside like, oh, okay, good, I guess, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as, as you've seen the community grow, like what, what has been your role like day to day? Like what, yeah. What does that kind of look like? Um, as it's grown, it's both required more moderation and more, more stepping sure. in on our part. Cause you know, you, you get a lot of assholes. Well, sure. You know, if we're going to sure. be honest, it's the internet. When it gets big, you're going to get yep. someone coming out and just being a dick for yep. no, no reason. Um, but it's also at the same time, it's also more self-sustaining in the sense that there's more people to produce more content right. just naturally on the group. Right. So people are asking, asking questions, people are sharing relevant experiences or, you know, knowledge. And, nice. and it, so, so a little kind of in both directions. Right. Right. It, <clears throat> do you have a lot of folks that are outside of Denver that are, are part of the group or is it, or is it heavily concentrated? I mean, we, we've, folks? we've, hell, we've even chatted about like renaming it Colorado. Auto sure. Sure. But we don't want to do that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. but, but our, our members, by and large, are Colorado, and a lot of yeah. them are in the Springs. A lot of them are up in like Fort Collins, and, sure. and everywhere in between. We got people out in the Western Slope. Okay. Hey, have you noticed like a difference in like the cultures and like the regions of Colorado? Because like Colorado Springs just seems weird to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got a lot of car people down there. Yeah, they, yeah, they really do. Yeah, um, and 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 no one's posting. Like, there's no tag on you know when someone posts about like where they are. Sure, so, sure, right. Yeah. I, so I don't, I don't look at the post and I, I can't discern any differences. I'm not clicking on everyone's profile to see right. exactly where they live. Yeah. Huh. Anywhere there's a military base, there is yeah. someone spending every cent they have on their car. Yep. Because that's what people, that's what kids in the military yeah. do. Camar- yep. Camaros and Mustangs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the one kid who's like into Euro stuff. Like <laughs> I had uh, when I was in the military, I, there was I had a friend and this is kind of dating myself. Uh, this was like 15 years ago. There was a guy who had a, a B4 or B5S4, the yeah. 2001, yeah. like the twin turbo mm-hmm. one. I think ev- everyone in the military at that time, had, like they were either that guy or there was one guy one degree away from them. Right. Yeah. There yeah. was yeah. like there was like eight guys in my squadron who had Mustangs that uh-huh. were modified. And then there was the one guy with the S4 and it went 
terribly, terribly, <laughs> terribly financially wrong for him. As S4s are prone to do. Yeah. Right, because he's a poor kid in the in the military, yeah. and, and he, of course, like, whacked up the boost to, like, 19 pounds or something like that, mm. and it blew up on him like almost immediately um yeah it was it was pretty spectacular um but yeah so th- there's always uh, that doesn't surprise me there's people down in the springs who are oh yeah, are coming yeah. Up, yeah. you know yeah well and it's like cars united as like cars are an exciting thing and when you're out in the military you know you want something to think about or maybe even order some parts for you know and right. yeah. you know and, and look forward to coming back to and you know going out and driving yeah, yeah absolutely. That's why, absolutely so I, I understand why a lot of military people are into cars for sure for sure. Yeah, it's also a thing of like getting off base. Like it's mm-hmm. you're almost back in that like teenager mindset of like being in your parents' house and needing to oh. escape. Yeah. That's uh, a good point. So like getting wow. off base can be and you know, this was like back in the days before Uber and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even still now, like you can't just call an Uber to come on base and pick you right, up. Right. So you have to have a car and it's it's a it's a little piece of like this is something that I control and nothing else in your life is like that. Right. So it becomes a really important thing. You yeah. finally getting a bicycle when you were a kid. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. I can, freedom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am making this wind in my hair happen. That's mm-hmm. a really good point, Ian. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's why so many young enlisted people do that because yeah. they're, they're told what to do every moment of their yeah. lives, except for then. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. That's awesome. So, what what do you got? What else you got for him, Ian? Well, I want to do an FMK cars. Okay, we have a we have a few of these. Um, and uh, what do we, what do we have to say about FMK cars, Dave? FMK cars is a game that Ian and Dave play in the Team Clearcoat podcast. It's based on the classic game Fuck Mary Kill, but instead of playing it with people, we play it with cars because we're not awful assholes. Ian, we're going to give Nick here. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to give him three cars. Three. Quantity right, trace. One, you get to F. That means you drive it for a day. Mm-hmm. M, Mary. That's your daily driver. K, you kill it. Send it to the crusher. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for that lovely You're intro. Welcome. So we're going to do, um, this one is called, I've been on this godforsaken internet for 30 long years, and all I have to show for it is $5,000 and a desire for more pain. <laughs> so these are cars. He likes to write titles. For yeah, these. I like to yeah. write long titles yeah. for no reason. These are cars that are at least 30 years old for sale on Facebook in Denver right now for less than $5,000. All right. Let's do it. All right? Yeah. yeah. So these were like on the front page. I set $5,000, max age 1989, um, and that's it. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. This is the first one, Ian. Yep. Okay. So we're going to go 1976 Toyota Land Cruiser. It runs and drives. Um, let me see what else it says. That patina is perfect. Right? I just want to clear oh, coat that. Right? You, and there's more pictures, so we can, we oh. can go through ah, it. Yeah. They only want $2,500 for it, sir. Wow. Um, and it's got a manual. Run, it says 100,000 miles, runs a drudge great, no trades. Oh, look, look I love Must this. Sell. When there's they it. put the screenshot of the car... In the posting. Right. Yeah. They need to charge their phone. They need to take it off do not disturb mode. Uh, <laughs> because otherwise they're not going to get the notifications that someone wants to buy their car. Yeah. 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 We're here to help. Yeah. All right. The second one is a 1982 Mercury Capri. Ooh. And this is also, uh, what are they? It's a Black Magic Capri, which was like a, a dealer. It was like a, it was like a special trim level. That they had in the eight in the early eighties. So obviously this is a Fox Body Mustang, yeah, but it's the Mercury yeah. version. This does <sighs> not. Uh, I believe it does not have an engine. Uh, it does not run and drive, uh, but it's rust free. He only wants a thousand dollars for it, um, and it, it is apparently one of these Black Magic trim trim ones. I didn't notice the flames until we got to like the right? fourth is, picture. That, is that what the black magic is? No. So it was repainted at some point. Okay. Uh, the black magic trim was like uh, black and gold. It almost looks like a John player. Like Yeah, kind of like, okay. or like the Screaming Chicken sort of uh, ah. sort of colors. Like almost like Hertz Mustang kind of? Um, yeah, let me, uh, let me pull it up yeah, for I you. I want to see what this originally looks yeah. like. Um, yeah, just look up Mercury Capri Black Magic. And see if you can find it. I think, yeah, they'll, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll pull up. Yeah. 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 It looks right? a lot like the Hurt, Hertz yeah. uh, Mustang. Yeah. Look at that. That That is very 80s. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, all the 80s. super, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the most it's 80s. Like Burt Reynolds should be driving this car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get get in that and a mustache just shows up. <laughs> yeah. Big old fat porn stash. <laughs> yes. And you should also know that there is a very long description of like the trials and tribulations yeah. that he's gone through. Sometimes some information is too much information. Correct. Yeah. Um, and he's claiming that it's going to increase in value. So that's always a red flag, I feel I like. I love that. Yeah. Look yeah. at that upholstery. They they even took the black and gold inside. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is, it's a pretty cool project, but it's obviously a project. It's a project. All right, so yeah. the third one is a different project. This is a, uh, a 1989 Nissan 240SX with a V8 that obviously some drift kid has done. Yeah. Now the question is, has this drift kid done this properly or not? And is it worth four thousand dollars? That's for Nick to sort out. Oh, four thousand. Right. I didn't even look at the price on this one. So he, whoever did this, has the engine from the M forty five before mine. Maybe the Q forty five. Okay. So it's this Keep, is keeping it in the family. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the gentlemen's agreement V eights from uh-huh. Nissan. Uh-huh. So they said two hundred seventy eight, but people said maybe three ten. Mm, right. Know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a right. weird era. I yeah, was, I was trying to explain that to my wife the other day, and it's like, just when you t- talk about that era out loud, you also hear it, and it's like that was insane. Yeah, well, like explaining the chicken tax to a non-car enthusiast, like right. why that means, why the chicken tax means we can't have car like uh, small pickup trucks, yeah, and why hard body pickups anymore, and why anybody cares about that is like a really <laughs> hard thing to explain to people. Huh? So, so drift kid. I love expect rust. No, no, a question for you guys. Uh-huh. You know, this is this is your, your FMK game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that that Capri has no motor. Right. Uh-huh. Is, is, it, is it possible to fuck the Capri? Let's let's say that you have the resources to to like put an engine in it for okay. a day, yeah. but you have to complete. You have to put the engine in it that day and make yeah. it drive. Yeah. Well. Like, already trying to find loopholes, you're yeah, going to fit in yeah. fine here. Yep. Yep. You're doing well. <laughs> and I think it has the engine. I think it's a swap. It's not the original engine, but it's not running. Yeah. Oh, I like this. The floor also has a rusted area under the passenger foot area where the heater core leaked on the floor. That means you could Flintstone it if your brakes fail. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I a long time ago I had a buddy of mine that bought uh, an old Camaro SS yeah. like uh you know 60s ish, right? And he pulled up the back floor mats before um I, like after he purchased it and brought it to his house and there were welded license plates, old license plates in to, for the floor. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. To fill the rust holes. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's what good, you want to see. Good thing to find. All right, so we got a Land Cruiser which is Running and driving, ready to go. You've got a Mercury Capri, which is not running or driving. And you've got a 240SX, which is allegedly running and driving. Ooh, I think I have an answer. Yeah. Did you show the engine bay of the the 240? Not yet. It's actually... We're going deep on Capri pictures here. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, okay, here. we'll We'll look at the engine bay on this. Also, with the phone screenshots. Love it. Love it. Because I have a dumb, dumb question about it when it Did, comes up. Oh, the Crown Royal shift boot. Yep. Oh. Yep. 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 Um, why? why That's like a, why a is photo the engine... of a screen of like an Instagram shot. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like somebody took it like this, like, you know, yeah, taking a picture of the device. But also that intake manifold is like... That's how it was on those Nissan V8s. Yeah, it looks like it's It looks like it's a transverse but engine. It's not. But it's not? Yeah, no, it's weird. not. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is Nissan. That's during, a super that weird. Time. That's super weird. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. See, see, the, the Nissan's the interesting one for me because it's it's I'm I'm familiar with the Japanese cars and it's a real drive. It's you know it's a good chassis. There's, there's yeah. a reason all the drift kids like them. You know, right. they can't actually do cool stuff with them, and it's got the V8. Yeah, which, which makes it makes it real interesting. However, it almost looks like it needs to be put out of its misery or like like substantial steps taken to clean her up to bring home to mom. So, right. Right. So I. I'm, I'm, I think I think I'm gonna have to say I think I'm gonna have to marry the Land Cruiser. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Because that's, I mean, land, it's a land cruiser. Like, right. You know, it's, yeah. it's, if you're doing shuttling mountain bike runs, oh, you guys yeah. are going to fight over who gets to do the shuttling for the next run, yeah. right? I would also say that of the three, like as an investment potential, that yeah. is probably the best one, right? Yeah. Like to, to like the money that you put into oh. restoring this, you'll actually get back. Yeah. Dude. Whereas the other two, uh, not maybe not as much. Oh, yeah. You're not, you're not making money on the Capri and you're right. not making money on the 240. The 240, right. 240 feels about two grand overpriced to me. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So... Now, now the question is, you know, who do I fucking, who do I kill? Yeah. Right, um, right. The the face of those Land one. Cruisers is so adorable. It I is, it's great. So much. Yeah. I, 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 you know, despite the Burt Reynolds fantasies and all that and the, you know, wanting to relive the 80s glory days, I think I'm going to have to fuck the Nissan and okay. kill the Capri. Okay. 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 Because you know it's a it's a V eight and a Japanese rear wheel drive car, it's, right? You know you can't yeah, really. I think, yeah, I think you made a good decision. That, that, that's a party right there. Yeah, right. I agree. Worst case scenario, you're having a lot of fun. That's yeah, that's what you want right. on those one night stands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or having a really strange conversation with the tow truck driver. But either way, <laughs> you're going to meet a friend. Worst yep, case yep, scenario. Yep, you got a new buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do, Ian? Because my answer is solid. I think I might marry the 240. Okay. Because I'm an about, idiot. That. Um, and then I think I would drive the Land Cruiser for a day. Okay. And go hiking and stuff with it. I base my decision solely off one picture. And uh-huh. it is, we're going to get to it. It's, I'm marrying the Capri. Okay. Be- That's not surprising to me. Because of one specific picture that we're going to get to. It's of some parts from the interior that this person is only to save. If only uh, there was a gallery. This right here, the floor oh, mats. That's awesome. They look like the Thundercats logo. <laughs> <laughs> so I would marry this, and I would make a Thundercats themed donk out of the Capri. Oh man, people would be upset with you. Oh, yes, that would be, that would they so would. Sick. And I would do Snarf as the only <laughs> Thundercat on it. <laughs> that's it. No other Thundercats. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think everyone did well. Yeah, and th- I think I would have to F the Land Cruiser. Yeah. So you would crush the 240? I think I would. Even though it's got your your family engine in it. I know. I get, I get to live with that every day. But look at look at the adorable face on that thing. And yeah, that's true. My favorite color is green. Like a patinaed green like that is perfect. Like yeah. I want everything I own to look like that. That thing is fantastic. And honestly, $2,500 for that is a pretty, I think, Pretty good. We deal. can talk them down. The too. question is how much you can see through the frame rails and all yeah. that. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, right. I can see through parts of the body right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm wondering if this stick on the ground is stuck in the car. <laughs> out, or, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I also like any car where your crumple zone is the leaf springs on the front. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you Sa- want. That's safety. safety. Yeah, but just put a big steel bumper on it. Yeah, yeah. So I I have another FMK cars. <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see here. So this one is called Mods. Okay. So in this scenario, you you don't get a car. I'm sorry. Okay. But you have to pick between three different forums to moderate. Okay. Oh. On the internet. Okay. Okay. The first one is I <laughs> I googled Donk forums and it delivered. Donk forums. Oh. You get to mod donk forums. So, I mean, you know, uh, donks unfairly have a lot of, like, dog whistle racist shit thrown against them. Yeah. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So you're just kind of keeping you're just keeping all those assholes yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? Yeah, you are, you are literally clobbering the haters. Right? Okay. There's okay. one user online right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Second one. VW Vortex. You're not necessarily a mod. You're actually their server engineer. <laughs> and as you can imagine, there's going to be some electrical issues with the data center. <laughs> so I don't know how you are, you know, with server infrastructure. But Spark- I suspect both of you guys would be better at that than me. But- <laughs> Sparky's going to get you. Okay. That's the thing is like when people, when Volkswagen people are waving at each other, people think they're saying hi. <laughs> really, they're they're just signaling how many fuses they need <laughs> at that moment. Yeah, two twenty amp <laughs> system. Yeah, 
And then lastly, you're going to moderate, I, I didn't Google to see if this is a real thing, but I hope it is, a Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet Forum. Yeah. You are a mental health near, professional. Near, near <laughs> <they> are. <laughs> are, you, are you pro ca- Cross Cabriolet? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's glorious. wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe you could send our you know, our, our uh, show here to a therapist afterwards. <laughs> they, they could clue us in. I have no yeah. idea. No, I think I'm, I'm happy oh. that they exist in the world just Absolutely. because they're so bonkers. We've talked about on the show what it would be like to drive one, or to, to have that be your car because you would be in a situation where – you had a car that tons of people were taking pictures of, but you might not know why. Are you, are you guys on the Nissan Murano uh, Facebook group? No. Oh, you, you, you need to get on Do that. Do we need to get in that? You, you why? Tell that. us. Tell us. Um, is there just like contention between the? No, no. It is pure, unadulterated support. And really? And love and fascination. <laughs> like the Prius forums. Um, I, think, I think Danny actually created it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And it, you can't tell who's in there as a joke. You can't tell who that's in there because oh, they love the cars. Okay. It is it is complete and utter, just just um, that's an, amazing um, adoration of the the Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. That's amazing. That's so funny because I, I I don't think I like. I wouldn't say that I I dislike the car. Right. It's just like it's such like a fascinating object like that it's it's still every time i see when it surprises me that it exists right you know it, it's surprising that nissan took the risk to even make something like yeah that. how right, ridiculous right. of a vehicle is that right exactly right. and it's just it's surprising every time i see one and yeah we talk about like how oblivious the people who because the target market for for that is not enthusiasts it's like 60 year old women Right. Yeah. So, like, they must be like, someone took a picture of my car again today, and I right. don't understand why. <laughs> it's like that Pat Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Pat Oswalt has a uh, a bit about the uh, he wants to be the the only um, uh, the only the first person to visit the PBR factory. Unironically, <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> like you legitimately like the beer, so yeah. you want to see where it comes from. Exactly. You're asking honest and thoughtful questions, right? Huh? I like. So the the Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet, you're perfectly right in saying that it's crazy that <laughs> Nissan of all people took that risk because like with the Range Rover Evoque yeah. convertible, it's just like okay, that's Range Rover. Yeah, they're just yeah. doing weird stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean they're not known for being weird, but it's like that's a lateral move for them. But with Nissan, it's like okay, the next weirdest thing you've made recently is the Ultima Coupe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> right. Right, and this really stands out in Nissan's uh, historic lineup. Yeah, in terms of just pure weirdness. Yeah, that's a good point. And, yeah, and, and I would love to put a, a GTR drivetrain in one. Yes, <laughs> take it to time attack. It would just break in half. <laughs> Do a little tube frame action under, yeah. under, under the body panels there. Yeah, you, you can make it work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what? So what was it? Was Donk forums? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, VW Vortex. Yep. Yep. Um, man, I have spent so much time on VW Vortex <laughs> and uh, uh, and the Nissan Cross Cabriolet forum. I want to fuck the donk, kill the Volkswagens, and marry the Nissan. Okay, you've, you've made the correct decision. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you've made exactly the correct <laughs> well, decision. I, I would probably marry the donk forums myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be it'd be a weird. I, I got to imagine the donk forums. There's got to be a lot of questions about. Can we, like, can, can we just click in and see what the threads are looking like? I, I look tried. Like? I have to create an account. Oh, create what? an account. <laughs> I don't want to do it on the show. <laughs> I should have done it beforehand. You should have. Yeah. Uh, but I would guess that like the top, like one of the the top like problems would be like probably a lot of discussion about uh, tires, right? Yeah, like, and steering knuckles breaking. Steering knuckles yeah. breaking. I mean, there's yeah, got, front there's got to be like what at two tires max that fit on donks. I don't know. I, I think Pirelli makes the donk tire. I have no idea. This is great. These are great questions. Yeah, this is why we need a, an account on the dog form, Dave. <laughs> I'm sure they're all running the same tire, uh, right? Right. Yeah. What if they're not? And what if like the what like the market is hot for dog tires? Right. What if there's like a lot of a lot of R and D 
and uh and and like competition between like Michelin and Pirelli. There's like an yeah. unspoken war, right, for the donk market. That would be awesome. The donk market deserves it. I'll tell you that. And like top secret, like tire compound testing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Code name Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> we call these tires liquid swords. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's got. It's got to be a lot of lot of like uh, aesthetic and like detail stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, got, it's got to be all about like you know finding cool wheels and, and yeah. you know, polishing it up and how to do like the sickest paint jobs and stuff. Right. Yeah. How to actually fit the crazy lift kit on yeah. there? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think we're we're fascinated with dogs because I think part of it's like it's love it's like the the id of like the car enthusiast, right? Because it's mm-hmm. just like all about just joy, right? Yeah. There's yeah. like it's just about like having fun, and there's no like sense of competition or anything like that. It's just like. This is a hilarious thing I'm going to do with my yeah, car, and it, I'm going to make the world better. It makes me happy every time I see one. It's like yeah. it's like when you see the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, your day's just better when you see mm-hmm. a donk. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Nice. Um, I should, I, I'm kicking myself. I should have created an account on the donk. I know. Course. All right, talk to Nick for a while. Just <laughs> <laughs> register now. I agree. Ian, do we agree? Well, you don't need to show the people. I agree to these terms. <laughs> <laughs> let's play let's play another one I have one from a while back that was also a forum based one team clear code um, is our username <laughs> perfect probably um, fits in okay in a donk forum yeah okay so this one's called lol there's a search search function on this forum brah car forums and the douchebags who live there so this is another uh, another one where you're gonna be um uh, involved in a car form, but you're going to be a, a member and you get a car. Okay. Okay. So, and VW Vortex makes another appearance because again, all I right, spent so much right. time here. The genesis of this one was I was in a, I travel for work a lot and I was yeah. in a, an, an a Uber lift. or a yeah, Lyft yeah. or whatever on the way back from the Denver airport back to home. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, a, it had been a long day. It was like 10 o'clock at night and I get in the back of this Prius and before we get to the end of the of the uh, the like the pickup lane, you uh-huh. know, yeah, yeah, um, I know that the one of the rear wheel bearings is like done, <laughs> like done, completely done. And so now I'm like going through this like the internal calculus of do I say something to this person? Does he know what's wrong with the car? Am I being irresponsible? to the next person by not telling him that his wheel's about to fall off or do I really just want to go home and yeah. like not risk him getting angry with me and kicking me out of his car sort of thing. So of course I do what any rational person does and I just start searching um, wheel bearing on uh, the Prius forums <laughs> to see like you know what it's what it takes to actually change a wheel bearing like yeah, I'm curious yeah. like I don't want to like hand this guy like a $500 problem mm-hmm. so I, I look at the I look at the forums and the thing that immediately jumps out to me is that the Prius forums are like a Shangri-La <laughs> on the internet like it's the nicest place on the internet I've ever seen like someone asked a question and the next three responses were just the answer to that question. Like, yeah, there was no, there wasn't even. Have you tried the search? Right, there wasn't any of that bullshit. Are they just happy people are like participating or? No, it was just like, hey, hey buddy, glad you're here. Let me see if I can help you out. Like, like just genuinely delightful place on the internet. And it's so rare to find that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, So that's what, that's what uh, uh, inspired this, this FMK cars. So the first one is you get a VW Jetta GLI. You can have whichever generation of GLI you you want. Uh Um, And you are the actually guy on VW Vortex, Uh, especially when you don't know what you're talking about. Your license plate also says actually. Yeah. You say well, actually, okay. quite a lot. There's right? always one or thirty of those folks around. It's like it's like the mansplainer. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the next <laughs> one we started to apologize to you yet while we're yeah. on the show because we should have. That's yeah. how we should open our show. <laughs> we need to open our interviews with apologies, yeah. Ian. Thank you for being here. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 The next one uh, is also inspired by like a uh, a bit of an internet meme that was going around a long time ago. 
So you get a BMW M4. Mm-hmm. You are the excuses guy. No matter what happens in your life, you have some crazy, implausible explanation for it. Obviously, it's never your fault. And it was inspired by the guy who, uh, remember at a Cars and Coffee, like launched his car over a median. And oh, then, was that like half, half PSI yep, off? Half PSI off. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the last one, you get a Toyota Prius C. You are well-adjusted, nice, and helpful. You answer people's questions with respect. However, you have to stop and help everyone you see on the side of the road, and every panhandler gets $1. Well, admittedly, I do stop and help people. I've pulled so many people out of ditches. I've you know, <coughs> okay. yeah. stopped for motorcycles that were on the side of the road and just to make sure they're all right. Sure. So um, just based on my own history, I'm probably going to have to marry the, the life of the, the, the perpetually helpful Prius driver. And then you're just going to have to start Googling, like, uh, electrical engineer forums on how to, like, get a crazy amount of juice out of the battery. You know, actually, it's funny enough, I I actually ended up on a Prius forum not long ago because I was Googling, like, if people have turbocharged them. That's If you haven't thought about writing an autobiography, that's how you need to open the book. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so people... Turbo, their Priuses. Um, no, someone was asking about it, and then a whole bunch of people in the Prius forum were okay. g- either giving bad information about turbocharging in general, okay. or, or saying that it's not possible. Um, I did see a video on one of the the car YouTuber guys. I don't remember if it was Hoovy or one of those guys. Um, put their Prius on the bottle and actually immediately blew the motor. Oh wow! Like, like, like <laughs> a second later, I don't even think, I don't even think it accelerated before it popped. Oh my god! Um, Whoa! Okay, I would feel like that would be a bad idea, right? Because are there? I don't even know. Are those like wet clutches between? To be honest, I, with I, all that I, stuff, I don't know anything. It's about just the a CVT, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah. Uh, all that stuff has got to get joined together at somehow. Some point. So yeah. there's got to be clutch packs or something yeah. like yeah. that in there. Well, I think there's a reason only one person did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Actually, okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, you're, you make no. me think about all these crazy Prius projects that I've seen. Uh, there was a guy doing a twin turbo LSX Prius okay. years, years ago. Okay. Um, and I don't remember what happened to it, but he had actually chopped the stock wheels and widened them to be like 12 inches wide and then what? cut them in so they would, so it looked like a stock Prius. Oh, that's fantastic. God, yes. And yeah, and I, I just had, I actually have a little dream because um, down at, down at Pikes Peak International Raceway where, where I race, for a long time they had a whole bunch of the Volkswagen buyback diesels. And, oh, yeah. And I always thought the best project ever would be to buy one of those put and put the entire drivetrain into a Prius and do a hood dump exhaust. Yeah. Yes. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Let's uh, hang okay, on. But anyway, I'm, I'm marrying the Prius forum. Okay, yeah, marry the Prius. I'm done registering for the dunk forum. I'm starting a GoFundMe page right now. <laughs> the, the, Prius, the Prius TDI project. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, so you're marrying the Prius forum. All uh-huh. right, so then are you going to be the well actually guy or are you going to be the excuses guy? So GLI actually. BMW M4 excuses. I mean, I would ra- rather drive an M4 and have excuses than a, than a GLI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you're yeah. right. And yeah. no one likes that well, actually, guy, right? No, no. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Nobody said, well, so, actually, and people were like, oh, someone has an idea. We're listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm killing the actually persona. Yeah. Fucking the excuses and marrying the epitomately or um, perpetually helpful uh, Prius. I, I like, like that. It. I yeah, like that. Very, very well answered. Good job. Ian, you looked at me when you, when he said he was marrying the Prius. <laughs> no, uh, the the helping people on the side of the road thing. I forgot. I had a story about that that I meant to tell on the show, and I and I totally forgot. So okay. I'll tell it now. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I was on um, Lincoln, uh, heading north into downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, it was you know bumper to bumper, stop and go kind of traffic. And there was a guy on the side of the road with a, like a kind of a ratty 240, uh, a, a 240Z. Okay. Like a older one, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he was outside the car kind of pacing around and he had the look on his face of my car is broken. Like you, oh, we all yeah. know we all look. this yeah. sunken look. Right. Yeah. But he was also yelling at traffic. <laughs> <laughs> literally yelling at tra- just okay. yelling into the void of the traffic going by him and I was like man I want to get involved in this, this could go one of two ways so I went around the block and I came up behind him uh-huh. 
And um, I'm I'm glad to know you weren't stabbed by a crazy person. But yeah, on. spoiler alert: I'm not dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, uh, I I walk up to him, and I was like, "Hey, it, you know, I I know unreliable cars when I see them, or whatever." You know, I basically said like, Try "I to, oh. I know what's happening here. Right. Yeah. Do you need help?" And he just goes, "I need these fuckers to get out of my city. These are all tourists. They're not from here." My car's overheated because there's too many people. And I was like, okay, man. Well, right. good luck with that. And then I just got back in my car and left. And then, and so like there's the bus lane there, right? And that's where he was broken down. And so like I get back in my car and I'm like, man, I, w- I would have like helped push him to a side right, street right, or yeah. whatever. But like he was just like not an in asshole. a, he was not in a headspace for that. Yeah. And he, so then he, he didn't see, I don't think he saw what car I was in. So I, I get up get going and then like about a half a block later maybe a couple minutes later he comes roaring past leaning his head out the window and go fuckers (laughs) (laughs) and then screeched to a halt behind a parked car and then turned off his car to let it cool off again (laughs) yes (laughs) so he was just doing like 10 tents for half a block at a time and yelling and then parking. That was how he was. That's what his commute was that day. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's yeah. tourists that are doing that to him. I know. I was like, you probably have a better chance of solving your cooling issues yeah. than solving Denver's infrastructure <laughs> issues. Those are two very yep. different sizes of problem. Yeah, yeah. That comes up almost daily on Denver Auto Enthusiasts. But Someone the, going, transplant this or transplant that or Californians okay. or Texans right, or yeah. any of the other states that everyone blames on Colorado's congestion. Sure. Right. Oh, my God. It's so yeah. frustrating. Okay. Our yeah. entire admin team, everyone everyone running Denver Auto Enthusiasts, because we got myself, Danny, Eric, and then uh, as a moderator, we got David. We're all transplants. Okay. So Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we're I transplants mean, as well. So is everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, in best case, like someone's family moved here in like what the 1900s or you know, like yeah. not like everybody's a transplant. You're in a frontier town, yeah, right? You yeah. know, like it's not that big mm-hmm. of a deal, right? Yeah, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. Huge admin headache there. Okay, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I I do remember when Denver traffic just like went over a cliff for me, and it was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've been here since two thousand. I've seen a lot of changes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which it's crazy to think that that's like almost twenty years now. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, but I, I like my commute from the hospital I usually work at is four miles, and so it's like ten minutes to drive home, mm-hmm. right? And it started routinely taking twenty. And it was just like, it just seemed like a switch. It was just like, just fluid dynamics, right? Yeah. Like, right. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's about the time when I just start riding a bike to work. Yeah. Like four miles. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny too. That's, so that's one of the other things that we always talk about the show is how, you know, some of those things that are just in the larger culture, you know, do affect uh, car culture and, yeah. and, and kind of vice yeah. versa. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's always interesting to hear when, when those two things kind of collide and like the efforts to keep them separate and you can't right. really and all of that is is interesting to us, I think. Denver's lack of public transportation directly caused that guy, that asshole's Nissan to overheat. Well, I wouldn't say directly. <laughs> I know, I know. You know but but that's that's an interesting right. point too. Of like They're linked. I think car enthusiasts sometimes resist, you know, efforts to get people out of their cars, but really people are trying to get people out of their commutes right Right, like and that's not what your cruises are about right like nobody's nobody's saying like you should take the bus instead of going on a on a cruise cruise. like that's a ridiculous i I remember actually early when we started doing it we had someone on reddit and you know it's it's reddit so anyone can get on anywhere and you know no one has to request to join a a subreddit um but they commented on one of our posts about a cruise like i don't get why you guys are doing this it just seems so wasteful like to and it's like what We're, we're, we're just Driving cars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A tirade about about carbon how, footprints. Like, why can't and you stuff? guys just you know take the bus to meet together somewhere and talk about cars? And it's like, oh like, boy, <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone on the internet has an opinion. Yeah. Right. Well, that's I, that's something I struggle with too because you know I'm generally pretty on the on that side of like let's reduce yeah yeah and Re- recycle and all, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But like. um 
you know, the the uh, recreational use of cars is really not an issue as right. far as like carbon footprint is concerned. It's such a small, small little portion of it. It's so tiny yeah. compared to uh, sitting in your car for 45 minutes each way every day yeah. idling. That's like way more impactful than yeah. a weekly, you know, 40 mile journey. Or yeah, whatever exactly. Is, right? I race my car once a month or something. Right. Yeah. right exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Let's go out on an <clears throat> up note. Okay. I ha- I have an, I have one more FMK cars for you, Nick. Sounds great. This right. one it's just it's just happy stuff. Just happy stuff. All right, I like this. So this one is is called Everything's Better with Boost. Some often yes, <laughs> overlooked and fantastic turbocharged cars. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So these are these are things that I feel like I mean, we all know them, but I, I like these. Okay, first up, I'm and I'm going to give them to you in order of years. So we're going to go okay. 1988 Isuzu Impulse. Yes. Turbo. Don't forget to show the people. Oh yeah, thank you, Ian. No problem. Okay. I so they they did a facelift to the Impulse and I actually like the pre-facelift better. Right? It, it almost looks like um Of course you would select the brown one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Wait, That's you were saying it almost looks like it almost looks like um, I want to say like an old Maserati or something like like in the like the bottom end of yeah. the, their styling. Like you you mash a Volkswagen Carrado and a yeah. Maserati by Turbo together, yeah, and like yeah. that's kind of what you get. Yeah, right. Okay. Is right. That, is that is that rear wheel drive? I think it's front. Okay. Is it? I, I think so. Let's go back to Wikipedia. Front front. Front oh, rear. front rear. There yeah. we go. Hey, oh, okay. all right. Okay. Yeah, it has the dimensions of a front rear. Yeah. Got like almost like a little like Audi S4, like or uh, sorry, old old Audi uh, Quattro like yeah. line too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I well, you know, I didn't I didn't know this existed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I went on like a deep dive on a Suzu a while ago and they have some bonkers concept cars. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. really, really do. Yeah, go, go home and Google uh, Isuzu concept cars. Yeah, it's a it's a whole rabbit I'm, I'm hole. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, 1989 is your next one. Pontiac Trans Am Turbo. Okay, was this one with a smaller motor? Uh, let's find like out. This is. Let's see. So that they were abbreviated as TTAs, Turbo Trans Ams. Right here. Oh, there's a, the official pace car. Yeah. Let's see. I can't remember if it's they, a V6. Yeah, it's the, auto. yeah yep. okay. Is it was that the is that the, yeah, okay, yeah. The yep. GNX one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. I think that's pretty rad. That yeah. Is, that is pretty rad. Then lastly, I'm gonna give you nineteen ninety, because we're counting up the years here. Mitsubishi. What's it gonna be, Ian? Starion? Yep. Yes. Have you ever known anybody that have one? You know, I haven't, but I've always really enjoyed the aesthetics of the Starion. Right? Yeah. 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 They're super cool. Like what that. was the Chrysler I, equivalent called? I, I love the boxy, fen- the boxy Fender. Oh, fruit. yeah. It's such a good look. Yeah. What was the Chrysler called? Uh, Conquest. Conquest, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I love the way those look. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. I, I already had a sweet spot for these. Okay. So, so I think that makes my, my Mary choice pretty easy. Okay. All right. Um. And but before you'd shown this one, I was kind of thinking the the Azuzu would be the Mary. Just okay. because it's weird and I and I like yeah aesthetics. right. Yeah. Um, and the Pontiac, I'm gonna have to gonna have to fuck that one because that one is just such a such a unique right. I feel like the the Pontiac though is of the three of them probably the most tunable right because it's the GNX engine. That's true. Right, so you've you've got the most like aftermarket support. What is that steering wheel? Look at that steering wheel! Holy man. shit! Yeah, that's cr- that's crazy. Wow, I wonder what this went for on auction. It should say at the top. Let's find out. Thirty-one thousand. That means it didn't sell. Okay. Wow. Bid two. It didn't sell. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <coughs> that steering wheel's insane. <laughs> yeah. The 80s yeah. man. Is there is there a close up of that steering wheel? Like what what are the buttons yeah. on it? Yeah, let's let's find out. Yeah, um, turbo, Trans Am. So what do you, what would you do, Dave? I think I would, I think I would marry the Isuzu. Yeah, I, I would definitely marry the Su- Isuzu and F the Trans Am. 
And wow, I would look at that. I would f the Starion. Yeah, let's see. Is that volume? It says volume up and down. Zoom and enhance. Yeah, we're on <laughs> uh, carsandracingstuff.com. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. View image. Uh, Zoom. Zoom. Control scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make it. Yeah. Now oh, we just yeah, pixelated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Terrible. Oh man! Remember when all car stereos had like the three the little equalizer. equalizers? Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Man, that is so 80s. Right? Four spoke steering wheels, man. Oh, look at the yeah. grid. Yeah, the, the grid graph and... paper on the gauges. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it comes with the Hot Wheels. Oh, nice. It comes with the Hot Wheels. My toy car, my real yeah. car. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I still stand by. I got to marry the Starion just because I've always, I've always <gasps> thought they looked so badass. Yeah. Oh, oh there you here go. we go. Okay. Yeah. It's all stereo it's all controls. Stereo That's awesome. That. Why do you need the fade on the steering wheel? People how how just, often are you adjusting the fade in a two seater? Right. I mean, essentially. Right. right. Yeah. I guess it's a four seater, but whatever. Yeah. Still, I think they were like, "Well, we need a button in the middle." The mute button on the steering wheel. That's, that's a good a idea. Huge, yeah. That is. That's a good idea. The seek button on the steering wheel. Not so great. Yeah. Right. That, that you could do away with all of those in the middle. <laughs> so I, so I you know I had the steering wheel controls on the uh-huh. on the Infinity yeah. and. The one of them, well, it, basically, it's it, I, I've I've put the special Bluetooth adapter in line to the uh, satellite radio because mm-hmm. it's from that era before you could pair your Bluetooth phone to do audio. You could do calls, right? Right. Yeah. Two thousand six, man. Yeah. It was a weird time for my, all. My of brother us. has an M thirty five X of okay. that generation. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the radio preset has to be on a very specific thing and it's kind of a pain to get back to it if it, if you accidentally hit a button uh-huh. and the button for the seek like to change the track uh-huh. like will change the input or the radio channel or right, something right, right. and like yeah yeah so like I will be mid turn and my thumb will brush that button oh no <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's all gone yeah, to shit. So now I, I turn the steering wheel just with the tips <laughs> of my fingers. Yeah. I was in um, a Fusion hybrid rental car the other week. Okay. And uh, um, I think it was the stereo buttons are sometimes stereo buttons and sometimes controlling the uh, infotainment stuff. Oh, like the dash info. Yeah. Because the, like, there's two screens on mm-hmm. the dash. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate that. It's so, it's like make the button do one thing. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Please. Especially if it's on the steering wheel. Yeah. You know, if it's right? someplace else, maybe, but yeah. man, steering wheel buttons drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, I, I think you chose well. I agree. Yeah. That's for sure. The Starion is like just so cool. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. And of course, you know, you get black louvers for the back end as well, if you'd like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Nice. Well, we really appreciate you coming on this the show. Thank you for carting with us. You're fast. <laughs> yeah. You are quick. It, it helps that I'm skinny. I'm, yeah. I'm light on, you know. We want to do more carting with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll try to make it out to one of these one of the Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Wednesday night cruises as yeah, well. With the longer daylight hours. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we just did Guanella Pass the other week. Oh, that's our perfect drive. That's our favorite. Yeah. That's such a good road. Since it was right? since it got repaved a couple of years ago, it's so nice. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so lovely. It is. So if if somebody else out there on the internet wants to do what we want to do, they just Look up Denver Auto Enthusiasts on Facebook. Yep, face, Facebook or Reddit, whatever your platform of choice is. But uh, if, okay. you, if you want to get all the latest and greatest news on cruises and stuff, it's that's Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to complain about the population influx in Denver, you can go over to uh, gofuckyourself.com. <laughs> Basically anywhere besides Denver yeah. Enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having um, me, guys. You know, good luck getting the, the Miata home and all that. <laughs> yeah, out of my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave, that was delightful. Thank you so much, Nick, for coming into the Blanket Fort and talking to us. Yes. just uh, It's nice to just hang out with a fellow enthusiast every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Um, and especially just to have someone here to laugh at our jokes every once in a while. <laughs> um, there's hope for car culture on the internet. There that, is. That's my big takeaway from the interview. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right? nice. Yeah, someone who's... Who's in it just to get people together and have fun. Yeah, absolutely focused on the positive aspects and 
Um, you know, we, a lot of times we talk about how we have to be the police officers for our own corners of culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that Nick is certainly an awesome representative of the good elements of car culture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if you're in Colorado, check out uh, Denver Automotive Enthusiasts on Facebook or Reddit. Uh, it's also on Reddit. Um, and uh, join them up for a, a, a cruise or an event. So Yeah, look for the Wednesday night cruises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for a drive and have some fun. Yeah, and if you like this nonsense, if you're new to the podcast, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can find more out about us at teamclearcoat.com. We're on the YouTubes and the iTunes and the Facebooks and the... Twitters and the things and the places. Yeah. Send us an email, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. And also, uh, if you came to us by way of the live Unser event or from Denver Auto Enthusiasts, um, hit up Unser uh, on social media, send them an email, and let them know if you'd like us to do another live event uh, there because Ian and I certainly had an amazing time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we'd love to see more of you out there. So, okay. Yeah, awesome. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Nick. Yep. We love you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Play the music, Dave. Okay. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. I'm not. You are. Okay.